Brooklyn's Radio. Loving events in Surrey. And it's time again to see what events might be happening in Surrey you might like to go and see. And Diana Roberts got all the information for you. Diana Roberts from Destination Toolkit. Hello, Diana. Hello, Graham. How are you? I'm very well, thank you. And hope you're doing all right. Yes, doing good. It's quite interesting looking at uh, the range of events that are coming up. Um, it's sort of slowing down a bit, but then when I think about it, it always does in August because everyone's always had this thing that everyone goes away, but of course this year they're not, not so much. So there's still a nice few things to tell you about this week, but as we get into September, to say it's hotting up is a bit of an understatement. So it's going <laughs> to be a rattle through of weather. There's this, 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 and this. There's just so much coming up in September. It seems like you know, everything's really, really opening up. A lot of the venues that were vaccination centres um, are stopping doing that and going back to being theatres and, and sports venues and so on. And so, yeah, when we get to September, it's busy, busy. All right. Well, let's get busy, busy and see what we've got to, uh, to have a look at. OK, well, we'll start over in Dorking at Polston Lacey, the National Trust property. We are, of course, right in where we're two weeks in almost, aren't we, of school summer holidays. So um, you're probably not quite run out of ideas yet, but here's some to keep you going. Uh, they have got Get Set Go, a summer of sport at Polston Lacey, reflecting the Olympics, obviously. And there's loads of sporting activities right across the site. So throughout the grounds, you'll find a host of fun activities to get your heart pumping and fire up that competitive spirit. You can amble along the grassy lawns and challenge your friends and family to a game of Frisbee golf. Down Admiral's Walk, they've got a ping pong table, which is fantastic. It's made out of wood and the est- from the estate and the volunteers have done it. It's absolutely superb. If you keep exploring, you'll find a sack race and an obstacle course and a beanbag toss and a Swedish game called Cub, which I have no idea what that is. And whether you're eight or 80, you can take on the family to see who's the winner. Um, They've got other added outdoor adventures. There's cards and stickers from the Welcome Point. So you can explore lots of other activities that there are to do. They've even taken the games inside. So you can have a look inside and wander through the rooms to find out how Margaret Greville, who used to own the property, entertained her influential guests. They've dug out some of the sport-related artifacts. So you can have a look there. Obviously, grab an ice cream. That's almost like you've got to do that. And you can also head over to record your occasion with a photograph at the winner's podium. And then you can also go over to Home Farm, meet the chickens while you're there. Check out the beehives and the bug hotel. It's a great spot to relax and have a picnic. And you can also take in the gardens and explore the wider area. So that's normal admission applies. If you're a National Trust member, it's obviously free to get in. And this runs right through to the 1st of September. So it should get you right through to the point where you're queuing up to buy the new school shoes. (laughs) Absolutely. Sounds like a lot of fun. (laughs) It does, doesn't it? They've really thought about it and reflected the Olympics and stuff. And in normal years, you know, when there is a big national international event like the Olympics, everybody jumps on the bandwagon, but there hasn't been quite so much of it this time. Um, and I think it's because, you know, nobody knew if they were going to be open or not. So they didn't invest, but Pals and Lacey have done a fab job. Um, it's lovely to see regular events return. And this one's on your doorstep at the fabulous Brooklyn's Motor, 
Brooklyn's Museum. Their motorcycle show is back on the 15th of August between 10 and 5. And you can join them to celebrate a staggering legacy of motorcycling at Brooklyn's, match with the best of today's bikes and super machines. Motorcycle enthusiasts, no matter what they ride or from what era, are all welcome to come and enjoy the spectacle. The event's going to showcase some of the historic bikes in the museum collection, many of which will be demonstrated by their motorcycle team. And there's also going to be some of the latest models on display. They'll be on Test Hill. Um, they're going to um, be on the finishing straight where they're going to have a new, unique game of motorball. And if anybody was watching um, on yesterday, the, the TV channel yesterday, um, the life of the museum with Brooklyn's, they showed a game of motorball there, which is a bit like polo, but no horses, motorbikes instead. It's great fun. Yes, I saw that. Absolutely amazing. It's super, isn't it? Yes. Um, normal admission applies. It's seventeen ninety five for an adult. Children nine ninety five. Under fives are free, which I think is really cool. And they've got a couple of family ticket offers, depending on how many in the group. So not bad at all, really. Quite good value there, because you can literally spend a whole day. Easy spend a whole day. And even though it's motorcycle day, obviously all the sheds are open, so you can go and look at the buses and the aeroplanes and the cars and all the rest of it so it's well worth it and their cafe is good too um moving on to tongham something a little bit more chilled hogsback brewery always worth a visit 15th of august from three till six they've got hogsback jazz it's an afternoon of great live jazz from some local musicians and a selection of award-winning english ales and lagers freshly cooked wood-fired pizza from the terrace overlooking the hot fields it's beautiful scenery around there so there's beer music and pizza all kick off from four o'clock and all of the proceeds are going to the cheryl king trust which aims to enable and inspire all young people to make music regardless of financial background tickets are 10 pound and there's also an optional voluntary donation to support the trust all the proceeds are going directly to the cheryl king trust anyway and entry tickets are just a tenner so not really expensive day out either yeah sounds like a lovely time the next one thrilled me because it's indoors and we haven't had much indoor stuff going on. Farnham Art Society, uh, their, their summer exhibition, obviously they've missed a year. This is going to be taking place at the Park of Fine Art auction at Hawthorne House in East Street in Farnham. More details from FarnhamArtSociety.org. And it's their summer exhibition with over 100 unique paintings, sculptures and ceramics to see and buy. Refreshments are being served in aid of the David Shepherd Wildlife Foundation. Entry is free, but of course you can buy the art and it's always very tempting. Absolutely. Sounds like a good idea, that. And the last exhibition I went to was Apart over at uh, Prizefield School. And I think mentally I spent about half a million. I mean, I could have gone <laughs> mad. It was just wonderful. I, I came out with nothing as per normal. Okay, still in Farnham, um, over to one of my favourite places, the Rural Life Centre. I have an appointment there in a couple of weeks' time for uh, Wayfest. But in the meantime, they have teamed up with Britons, and Britons is a quite famous toy manufacturer of farm uh, items, tractors and that sort of thing. And right the way through till the 12th of September, so a great summer holiday day out. Uh, they're open Monday to Sunday, 10 till 4. And this, this leading toy brand um, teamed up with the Rural Life Centre to create a unique experience to be enjoyed by the whole family just in time for the summer. For three months, visitors to the farm will be treated to specially designed Britain's inspired toy trail 
where the Britain's products will be hidden around the museum, challenging families to spot them en route. And they are really good quality toys as well. So they do some lovely stuff, all sorts of, um, you know, the tractors and all the add-ons, all the plows and everything like that. So, yeah, the little kids who are into the farms and into tractors and machinery and stuff like that will absolutely love it. Plus, it's a superb day out. And to be fair, another place with a really good cafe as well. Oh, sounds good to me. So moving on to Woking, another exhibition, this time at the Lightbox. They have lines of beauty, master drawings, which they borrowed from Chatsworth. They've got it's on till the 5th of December. So you've got plenty of time. Starts on the 21st of August. They've got over 60 works of old master drawings from the Devonshire collection, which feature as part of an exhibition in partnership between Chatsworth, the Museums of Sheffield and the Lightbox. And there's works there by Da Vinci, Poussin, Rembrandt, Rubens, Van Dyck. So some really superb works. Um, And it's the largest display of drawings from the collection that's been made in over 20 years. And it's been amassed by the first, second and third Dukes of Devonshire. The Chatsworth collection of old master drawings comprises about 1,800 works by some of the most important artists of the 15th, 16th and 17th century. So a really good, um, prestigious event coming to Woking to the Lightbox. They charge $7.50 for a day pass, but Lightbox members and under 21s get in free. So again, you haven't got to pay for the kids to go in and you can often do some really good activities with your children around looking at artworks. It can be quite inspirational. Over to Dorking, uh, Denby's have a wonderful sparkling outdoor train tour and afternoon tea hamper on the lawn. I would suggest you don't take the kids for this because, quite frankly, it just sounds so chilled and lovely. You don't want to be watching the small ones. Uh, Denby's Vineyard train tour, you get a glass of sparkling wine on the tour. Um, Lots of information given to you about the growing of the grapes and what they do. And then it's followed by an afternoon tea hamper on the lawn. It's available every Saturday and Sunday, two o'clock and three o'clock, right up until the 5th of September. Um, Adults is just £35, which is really good, I think. Um, And loyalty club members, £31.50. There is a children's price of £12.95, but I personally wouldn't take them. That's just my opinion there. Indeed. Have a chilled out day. Absolutely. Farm them off to grandma. (laughs) She says being (laughs) the grandma. I think I I got the hint. Okay, looking now at Chertsey, uh, Chertsey Museum have an exhibition called In the Beginning, the story of prehistoric Runnymede. Um, Whilst the current borough of Runnymede has only existed since the early 1970s, evidence of people living and working in the area dates back considerably further, uh, right back to Stone Age, in fact, where humans progressed from being nomadic hunter-gatherers to settled farmers. There's Bronze Bronze Age evidence and Iron Age evidence as well, and it goes through right to new technological advances in tools and weapons, which have brought changes to the landscape and the lives of those occupying it. Uh, Farmers became traders as structured societies were created and developed. And the exhibition looks at the archaeological evidence left behind by these earliest residents from the Stone Age to the Romans. So really looking back into the history and because with some of the areas as well, they've got some fabulous photographs and you can then go out and explore Runnymede and go, did you know that 
all those years ago, this was happening in this spot. It's all really good fun. So the kids all love it too. Um, the, the museum's open Tuesdays to Fridays from 12.30 to 4.30 and then on Saturdays, 11 till 4. And entry is absolutely free. I do suggest that you visit Chertsey Museum's website prior to visiting just to have a look at their COVID visitor guidelines. I think they're still asking for masks inside or advising. And this is right on. It's on till Saturday, the 14th of August. So be quick and you can go and see that. Also, over in Hazelmere, their museum, um, they, they're in part of this, the White Hanger Open Gardens for the National Gardens um, Society. There's six acres on the edge of the South Downs National Park, which is surrounded by National Trust woodland. And this rural garden was started in 2012 when the new Huff House was built on a derelict site. Now there are lawned areas with beds of perennials and a serenity pool with koi carp, a wildflower meadow, Japanese garden and sculpture garden, a woodland walk, a large rockery, and new for 2020, an exotic walled garden. Their last chance for this year to see it is Sunday the 22nd of August when it's open from 10.30 to 3.30. Admission is 6.50. Pre-booking is essential by going to the National Gardens, ngs.org.uk, and you can find the area from there. It's a GU27 3PY postcode, which is what you need to put in to, um, to find it. And that's open on Sunday, the 22nd of August. Also for National Gardens um, Society, Titsy Place Gardens, which is one of the largest surviving historic estates in Surrey, magnificent ancestral home and gardens of the Gresham family since 1534. Their ward kitchen garden was restored in the early 1990s and the Golden Jubilee Rose Garden, the Summer House, picturesque lakes and fountains and 15 acres of formal and informal gardens in this absolutely idyllic setting. Um, It actually won highly commended in 2019 Horticultural Week Custodian Awards. And the last chance to see that this year is the 15th of August. It's open between 1 and 4.30. Admission is £6, £2 for children. And they will be serving refreshments between 1 and 4.30, which is for charity. Again, you need to book that in advance through the National Gardens website, ngs.org. Um, that's lovely. You get going on these, you know, it's like a peek into a private place and you come away with massive garden envy, massive yeah. garden envy. Um, just the space. I mean, my garden's like a, a little postage stamp and you, all the things they're able to fit in. You just go, oh, I wish I had a bigger garden and a gardener. Right, and, yes. I knew what I was doing. <laughs> and the gardeners. Is, I know yeah, that. and the gardener. Yeah. Gardeners <laughs> in 15 acres. So that's it for this week. Right. Well, thank you so much, Diana. Always lots to see and do. And some new things are certainly for me there. Anyway, we look forward to talking to you again next week at the same time. Exactly. Talk to you next week, Graham. Bye for now. Bye-bye. That's Diana Roberts from Destination Toolkit. Brooklyn's Radio. Loving events in Surrey.